You are listening to the Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Adam Richardson. Hey, it's Sean Patrick, and welcome back to the Sons of Asaph worship podcast. Man, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're joining the conversation, and it's it, it feels a little weird because I know what question's going to come up, Adam, uh, and we because we ask each other every week. You know, yeah. how did Sunday how yeah, did Sunday go true. for you? And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you that question, and or or maybe I could answer that question for you <laughs> really quick because. Sunday for me consisted of uh, being in quarantine and sitting <laughs> sitting on my couch uh, watching church online, uh, and and maybe that that would you know be a conversation for another point. But how do we how do we engage in church when it's online and you have every distraction to you readily available? Um, but, I think uh, yeah. I think it gives you a chance to like actually mentally disengage like to say like Woo! i don't you're not you're not wrong you are not wrong you Sunday know because because i'm battle. gonna sit there and if i'm watching from from a distance like i'm sending my tech guy i'm like hey dude the audio on this sucks like don't you're like you gotta you gotta fix this now like and he's like i can't do anything until thursday next week and i'm like no right now it it changes immediately and <laughs> and so you're just watching this thing just you know, like in your eyes, it's coming unglued. I was like, if this is how it is every single week, even when I'm there, like we gotta, we gotta make some adjustments now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so, like I, I think, I think it's it's that having the almost in, instilling this discipline to disengage, to go like, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything, I'm not gonna lose my my you know stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna well, well well filtered for the Christian podcast. That was, that was great. No, I I would I would agree. Like for me, it was more of um, it was more of the opportunity for for me to sit and go, what is it that we put out there, and what is the what is the quality that we've got? And I you know over and above, like I was you know I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't like trying to fix everything right away but also like it was that level of like okay we 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 always need to look at what we do with a critical eye because if the goal is to put you know a service on online okay we did that we like we we were successful we did a great job but if we are doing anything um and i i want to be careful to say this because our our volunteers are amazing uh, our our t- our staff or our tech team they do they do an amazing job and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for everything they've done during this, but we need to constantly and tech team, pastors, preaching pastors, worship pastors, anybody on staff who's looking at like the the product that is our service, we need to make sure that what we're doing on like both works for the room and works online. Like, yes. like we need to recognize that there are two audiences that we are we are engaging. Not just the people that are physically present in the room, but also the people that are on, that are online. And some of it is just a simple, constant reengagement of those people who are online by saying, "Hey, for those of you who are online, have you you know had this experience?" Or ask a question to those people, or just acknowledge that those people exist and they are they're joining your physical space, even though they're not physically present. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, and and so I I noticed that we we had some moments on Sunday that like, wow, I'm so disengaged because the room felt like it felt like it was just for the people that were there versus yeah, you had like a security camera view that was up in the corner, and that was all it is. Is like that's that's it. Like they don't even look at that camera to be like, oh wow, like I I literally am just a security feed. I mean, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. I was really, I was really happy with what I saw, but also like as I came back and I'm like, I'm getting ready to, you know, to, uh, today is my last day of quarantine and I get, I get to go back out into the world tomorrow. Um, as I'm looking at that, I'm going, hey, we, we've got some things that we can do to legitimately make this better. Like if we're going to be online... Let's be online and let's like let's acknowledge the people that join us online. Poten- potentially, like, do we have a pastor who's on the YouTube feed and is engaging yeah. those people through conversation online? Do we have you know? Do we have is is our is our stage visually pleasing? You know, are we doing stuff to engage the viewer? Because if you look at if you watch TV, it'll cut scenes and cut like different angles, like. Quick, 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 quick! Like it does that over and over to engage the viewer to make sure that they it, it holds attention. And if we're having if we're using a static view, or if we're doing uh, if the the sound isn't great, or if uh, whoever's you know preaching, like you constantly have to like reach for your your remote to like handle volume or like any of those kind of things, you know, like it's it's enough that pre- presents a distraction, and it like that is. It's a distraction, but it's something that you want to be able to um, to limit as you do. And like every church in since since March of 2020 has had to become both uh, you know a church and a TV studio, and yeah. had to had to had to really approach this. So I'm not saying like we are not we have not figured it out a hundred percent, but we figured out a lot of things, and we we can always always improve. Yeah, and I think putting looking, a lot more thought yeah. into it, just just kind of coming coming back and 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 always revisiting uh, an improving thought process. Just yeah. like, hey man, like what else could we do? And I don't mean like you know add special effects or little stick figures that come across the strand animations. I don't <laughs> like it's, it's nothing like that. It's, it, it, it's, it's really about like, how can I, how can I bring the, the, the online audience into, into this space? Like you were saying, and make them feel like they're included in that. And I think that, yeah. that that's, that's really the, the focal point of, of anybody who's trying to basically continue this online experience. Um, yeah. And they, they call it an experience for a reason. And, you know, so they, like if you're just sitting there watching a static view, yeah, there's, there's no experience in it. You're, you're more just kind of, you know, as a yeah. leader who you're watching those people that you lead, you know, do this and you're just kind of going like, man, I gotta have a conversation with those sweet, sweet servants. Bless their hearts, you know. <laughs> and I don't. We, we I don't all mean we to... all know what "bless your heart" means. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, but but I like it. Like when when I I'm, I'm gonna take the week off next week. Um, and and because I like I try to rotate my my group to have that time off this week. I've got people off. Um, and so I'm. You know, I I get to watch from a distance if I'm not around. If I'm out of town, I'm watching online, and um, and that's something that I just I I kind of enjoy seeing these guys experiment and 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 try to try to try to 
do things. Like, you know, I, I never want to be in the in the situation where I'm not replaceable, essentially. Right. And so if right. I see a leader who's able and conf- confident up there and they're doing a, a, a bang up job, then I really, really want I, I want I want to get a hold of them as soon as everything's all done and be like, that was great. I really, really appreciate that you are a person that, you know, that that's there, that's confident and can lead. And I can count on that. You know, that's that's such a blessing, you know, and I, I think I, I never want to get rid of that um you know, that, that sort of thinking. But I also, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that I'm also disengaging so that I'm just like, guys, it's yeah. you, you know? Yep. Like if, if it's a flop, you know, we'll talk about it. But yeah, but those are experiences that I had to go through in order for me to exactly. understand that flops happen, that this happened, that these things, that this went great, this, this was okay, you know, and, and that I wasn't there holding hands through that process, that they got to, yeah. they got to experience it. So yeah, it, the way that you and I got to the place of caring so much and owning so much about this has been simply we were afforded the opportunity to care and yes. it was, and it was on us. And so for us to, we, we do, we need to, you know, pastor and shepherd our people the best way possible to make sure that they are owning this and caring for caring about what, what it is. Not just like, it's not just Sunday and I showed up and I did it and oh, well, like, no, like there's this, what we do on Sundays carries eternal consequences and it, ter- yep. it carries eternal weight and we need to we need to walk into that with that care and responsibility and that kind of stuff. And you and I understand that we've been doing it for a number of years. Um, and it's it's in those moments when I like forget that that like that's when everything derails and I have to go. Oh yeah, wait, I care about all this. So uh, I what's this, this this is funny. I you know I thought my answer was going to be really really short and uh, it turned out to be a whole different conversation. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Uh, thanks. Hijacking no. all of Sunday morning talk. The bottom line was I was on my couch by myself in one room, isolated, uh, watching church happen online uh, and just texting the team saying, good job. Uh, that was that. That's what I did. Uh, and then looking with a critical eye, which we all need to have and going, you know, we've got some we've, we've got some things that we can do to improve. And I hope that that is always the answer. I hope yeah. we never I hope we never approach Sunday as We've got it all figured out, and what we what we do is perfection. You know, like I I don't want that. I don't want that approach. I want us always to be able to say, you know, what we can grow here. We've got opportunities to uh, to improve in this area. You and know, if anything, I just need to point at my own heart and my own my own skill level and go. You know what? Practice your guitar. You know what? Read your Bible. You know what? <laughs> Actually, like yeah. love Jesus more and your family more. Like you constantly need to improve, Sean. I think, you know, I, I think that the reason why you say that, Sean, is that you've never actually experienced that perfection. And so, like, <laughs> just just take it from me that um, when you arrive, it's yeah. it's an yeah. incredible I, feeling. It, I bet. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really uh, looking forward to it. It's, it's, it's kind of overwhelming. And, uh-huh. yeah. you know, like, I, I think the, probably the biggest part about it is the the level of humility that, that yeah, comes with Yeah, I was just going to say. I was just going to say you wouldn't you wouldn't know. You, you would wouldn't know. Never have known this you, like you know, oh. like most 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 people actually makes my skin go, crawl just to talk that way. Not, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, like I, I'm glad you think that about you. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I I I, I don't want to like l- let you in on the secret, but we all talk about you and how uh, not perfect. <laughs> how you are. not? How the, yeah. the many the list of errors in your ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, how was your Sunday? <clears throat> oh, so. Uh, as we as we have said numerous times in the past, we are a portable church, which means that we pack up and tear down, uh, or te- te- you know, like te- set up and tear down every single week, uh, week in a week out. But we we had a break because it was summer, uh, and during the school or during that time, the school is is virtually unused and so we keep our gear set up there's no it's locked and so it's a safe it's like having our own building and it feels great it's really fantastic except for the moment where they're like oh time to pack up and we're like i don't even bring a trailer today so what what do you want to do like you know and so (laughs) it it, it's it's getting back into that mindset and this week was one of those weeks worship was fantastic i uh i actually let uh my two female leaders uh, lead lead worship. I sat on a stool behind him and played played music, and I was basically like I had a pad making pad sounds, and I had my guitar and just kind of effects, and that was that was the the music generation. And then she, the, the two girls, were doing a fantastic job of of leading. Uh, sermon was powerful. I, every all around, it was a it was a great great Sunday. Um, yeah. You know, and and I think you know the the pack up at the end, uh, getting back into the mode of that is is an important thing for us to do. Our probably our biggest hurdle that we have, to, you know, this coming into this season is um, care about the equipment when we're packing up because without fail something breaks, and yeah. you know coming into next week we'll be like, okay, what broke, you know, and that be, that can be very expensive and. Uh, I, I think that's something that we're all trying to be really intentionally attentive about is right. I know that, you know, I like that intentionally intentive, attentive, <laughs> attentive, not intentive. attentive, 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 um, not intentive, attentive, in- intentionally attentive. Um, <laughs> it's still it's striking me funny. I don't <laughs> It's it's hitting me weird. Okay, you know those good. words that like you say every single day, but then all of a sudden you start thinking about that word, and you're oh, like, yeah. yes. "Why?" That's the dumbest sounding word. I've, I've, like I I can't say I can't fathom saying that, but yeah, you say it every right. day. It's like you know, that's right. it's just that moment where you get ca- caught up on that. You're like, "Yeah, no, not happening right now." Um, yeah. Funny thing about English language, I guess. Um, but but you know, like as far as like the the experience, I think it's cool. Um, you know, I think it went really, really well. Uh, you know, there was a kind of a kind of a cool situation that happened this week. Uh, There's a pair of uh, ladies who uh, just visited this week, and they are from a predominant religious practice that's here in Utah. And they they told their bishop that they just needed to kind of figure this out and go find Jesus. And so. Yeah. They started a little like Bible study group just because they wanted to know more about the Bible. So they got on a Thursday morning all these old ladies like, you know, qualifier seventy plus. That's that's your only thing. That's that's your that's your option. So you got seventy plus, and these ladies are like eight to ten ladies who are just meet on Thursday mornings and talk about and read the Bible and talk about this stuff. And yeah, um, 
we one of the these so two of them visited this last week which we're kind of anticipating hey like if that happened we're gonna have more coming you know hopefully hopefully soon just just like it's it's an amazing blessing but one of the things that really stood out was this lady she goes she goes because we did communion and all that kind of stuff so like in in correlation that would be their sacrament meeting i'm like i'm not I'm not going out and saying that it's a Mormon church, but yeah, I'm talking about Mormons, all right? <laughs> but uh, but I just totally did. But yeah, as he's like totally spelled it out. So um, we we start worship and and we start singing and they they're enjoying like every bit of of the the service. And then at the end, one of the ladies she goes, "I've heard more. I heard more of Jesus' name." And more about giving him glory in the first song than an entire sacrament meeting. And he goes, wow. she goes, I've been going to church for 70 years. Like you're talking a devout Mormon and coming wow. here and in one song, more about Jesus than in a whole sacrament meeting Sunday. And that's like, that's awesome. I'm like, that's, that's amazing for you to have yeah. that. I love yeah. that you get to experience that and that you recognize that. That's so cool. So like, that's well, the, just just the intent of like, hey, we're gonna come out here. Like, we we need to go find you. Like, seventy years and like, <laughs> like yeah. I like and being like, you know, I'm just not sure that this is it anymore. Seventy seven zero, like that that in and of itself is a freaking miracle. Yeah, um, that that needs to be celebrated. And there's a but group also, of them. It's it's. But then what is it? But that, then also like that that level of like. God, God directing their steps and saying, "Hey, okay, go go to Redemption Hill." Yeah, and then for for them to be and and just on that level of just them to be there and go, "Wow, I heard more about Jesus today than I heard in seventy years in church, or like in in like one service or whatever." Like how however it was said, like that says it, it, worship leader. If that doesn't, or pastor or anybody listening to this. If that doesn't just light a fire under you to make sure that what you're doing is biblical and pointing to Jesus with everything that you have, like I don't know what's going to do it. And if you're if you're a pastor put it, doing services this way and you don't have that that mentality, take a sabbatical, get your mind right, and come back. Yeah, I think you know I, I I'm trying to find it here, but uh, there's this there's this moment in the in the New Testament where uh, the disciples get an invitation from a group of ladies and those those ladies are like hey you got to come and check this out like we're you know um, they use the word remnant a lot in, yeah. in you know and, and that remnant is this like okay God is thriving the, the church is thriving you just don't see it and then all of a sudden these ladies come in and they they, they go to the disciples and say hey can you come to our our little group? And can you just share with us a little bit more about this this Jesus thing? Because we get together and we we study the Bible because what we've heard for the last 70 years is not the truth. And now we're getting together and we're just kind of chewing on some of this news that we're getting locally. And these disciples are like, praise God. Like, there's a group of you that are just yeah. doing this because <laughs> you feel like you feel that prompting in your heart to just know that what you've what you've what you've known for your life is not all of it, and right. and then and then to come there and and seek those extra pieces to put those pieces together, man, that is that is incredible. Like that, 
that gives me chills to think like these ladies meet on Thursday consistently devoted to this and it's not like relief society it's not like old ladies group or whatever it is I don't I don't know what yeah, you call yeah. that but they just said hey enough's enough we're not getting enough Jesus we got to go find him and that's what happens is they show up at the church I'm like man I want to see I like God I'm hungry for that right there yeah. like you know I that that's there- those are changed lives there's a whole nother episode and maybe as, as pastors in Utah, Adam, like it would be helpful, uh, for those who don't have as much connection, uh, to predominant Utah culture. Um, and what it's like to do ministry here with, you know, having, having such openness to discuss things, uh, spirits or things spiritually, but then the hurdles that we have to climb over and like the, you know, the mm-hmm. things that it is like really difficult to, to do ministry here, but how unbelievably rewarding, like something like that really is, uh, you know, like that, that could be a whole different episode and maybe one that we need to, you know, like that, that's one that I'd want to do some research on. And I actually have a, a guy we could bring on. Uh, so yeah, maybe in the future we got, uh, we got some folks that we can talk to, uh, and, and talk about, uh, ministry in Utah, worship in Utah, what it what it is to be uh, a church, very much in a uh, you know really a domestic mission field. So yeah, there you go, man. I yeah, like I I I'm I'm running through a list of names of the people that you're <laughs> like. I have a guy, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure rhymes. Just kidding. No, I'm not gonna say it, but I think I know. I won't, who you're talking I won't about. tell you. I won't tell you his names, but his initials are Travis Kearns. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, and he is a devout. And, I think kind of sometimes listener to our podcast. So you know, like if <laughs> if he has time, he's a really busy guy. But he's he's he uh, he, he's a good friend, and I know he would. He, he's a friend of the podcast, and I know he would. Uh, we just have to work out some time to, to do it. But uh, yeah, that that thing that I just did, the initials are uh, that was that was my first senior pastor in uh, in Utah. His name is Andy Hornbaker. He would do that. He like from the serv- from the pulpit, he'd be like, "Now I'm not going to give you their name, but their initials are Adam Richardson," and like and it. it cracked me up every time like he like still still one of the wittiest guys i think i've ever met this is pastor andy hornbreaker so yeah crazy stuff anyway so we got to get to our topic man dude yeah i don't don't have a worship burrito so we can we can kind of move in um yeah you know before before we uh like before we hit record this morning we were you know like i I love that our habit is really bad of just kind of going like i got nothing you got anything? I got nothing too, you know. So from nothing comes this brilliance that that we we feel like is yeah. going to be important, but then hopefully it is by the end. Like crossing our fingers that this episode, when it when it posts, is like gonna make a difference, you know. Whatever, you know. Here's uh, here's what we say though. We say it's a it's it's an our ongoing conversation, and that is unbelievably true because I have no idea, ladies and gentlemen, what Adam going to say next so i am just i am waiting <laughs> that is mutual <laughs> I, I am waiting with bated breath to under to know so like to see where this goes or to just you know cut bait and you know delete this recording and you know have it never see the light of day so we'll see we'll see what happens anyway it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be good you're like uh yeah that one we're gonna have to scratch because <laughs> because we we said too many names and we called out the mormon church and you know all that yeah. kind of stuff so no, um, this week I think we've talked about 
uh, subjects, uh, like the, on the subject of like how we prepare. What are we doing mentally? What are we doing prayerfully in our preparation process to our song selection to all of those sorts of things? And I, I think, right. you know, I, I think it's it's more about well, not more about, but but part of that process is what's you know the question I asked earlier to you before we were recording is what what streams are we getting these from? Like, mm. you know, do I do I subscribe to this group of, of production that, that cr- produces worship songs? Do I like these guys, you know, and so on and so forth? Because, you know, the reality is, is that there is so much out there that it's almost yeah. overwhelming with how much worship is happening. And you could really just sit on one train and they're going to produce music and you can just always do that. Um and and really have an easy life if that's all you're doing is just copying what what that what that team or that group is doing. I have a license that allows me to sing and produce and produce that music in my yeah. own world, uh, you know, here. But but that doesn't mean that like that. I, I don't feel like that's what it's all about. I feel like it's right. it's a lot more about going like I want to keep my ear to the ground and know that there are all of these different things that are out there, you know producing music and producing worship and producing stuff that isn't worship and yeah and knowing you know that that's going to inspire creativity in me and and help me to even for personal writing and then uh you know when it comes from i'm going to take from this stream to this stream to this stream and and produce a worship set that or you know when i say produce not like you know not like a studio or something like that, but yeah, just, yeah. just you know, by the end of the end of the week, my my work is a, a set of songs for the team to be able to work on, focus on, and practice, and then you know, play in front of the church. And right, um, I think it's important to kind of go like, you know, what if I don't agree with the church? What if I don't agree with that group? What if uh, yeah. what if this one I I kind of like some of the content but I don't like other pieces of that content, you know where where would I draw the line and say like I'm not going to venture into that territory but I yeah. might but I like what I see right here, um, and I I think that goes to the that stems to the idea of some of the preparation part yep. you know heart and prayer and dissection of the words and lyrics so that we know it's scripturally sound and founded in there but um but yeah i mean like yeah well when i was when i was a kid um one of the when well, not a kid but like in high school and had had a job and you know every every paycheck that i would get that was the um, 1900s ladies and gentlemen in that the just 19th, keeps rearing back, its ugly head Ugh. way back in the 1900s uh when i would when I get my paycheck, um, one of the first things, you know, I was like kind of, if you ever watch Parks and Rec, they have that, treat yourself. Um, that, that was one of the things that I would do. I would go, um, and, and largely in high school, I, I predominantly listened to Christian music. Um, that was a choice that I made. Um, I've since, uh, I don't always just exclusively listen to Christian music now, but um, in high school, I felt like that was like the thing that I needed to do. So I would go to uh, the local Christian bookstore and I'd buy an album, Um, you know, something that I was looking for, something I was excited for, or just like I'd go browse around until I found something that like, yeah. So like DC Talk or, you know. uh... I I, I did some deep dives uh, in some some (laughs) stuff. 
Um, Jars of but, clay. But the, the, whole, the whole reason that I'm bringing that up was when I walked into the store, uh, into that store, I automatically assumed that everything in that store was safe. Meaning that it yeah. was God. It was God glorifying. It was theologically accurate. It was, uh, you know, like, and I, 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 don't know that in high school I could have put those those terms, you know, to it. I was just like, well, this is where Christian music is, and this is what I'm going to listen to, and that, like, therefore, everything that's done about this is okay. Um, that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. To be honest, just because an album is sold in a Christian bookstore, or now on, you know, in the Christian uh, genre on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your music, um, or just because something is labeled as that does not make it so. Um, right. Going going to the airport does not make me an airplane. It just it doesn't <laughs> like, like and, and so I need to be able to discern everything that comes out, regardless of you know we're talking about streams. You know, I as a high schooler, I thought, hey, you know this stream where I'm consuming this music or getting this, this, this media from is safe and this, it's, it's good. And just because this song says Jesus, there's plenty of country songs that say Jesus that like, you know, that we would not sing on Sunday morning. Um, and it's the same thing. Like there's, there's big, big time groups out there that are putting out worship albums, like, you know, like the Hill songs of the world who are putting out, <clears throat> Geez, Hillsong put out what four or five albums last year or something like that. Yeah, you know, and just from their different conglomerations of groups. And so, um, what I have found is that, you know, and and you, I'm sure somebody's going to correct me on this, <laughs> but where where I stand with it is the moment that the art, like the artist has created the art and put it out for public consumption. On, on some level, it no longer becomes theirs. It is now open to interpretation of how, of how that works. And so now my responsibility is to take a song that I hear from Phil Wickham or from Hillsong or from any, any other group and to discern it, not because, hey, that previous song that Phil Wickham put out was super solid. That doesn't mean that the next thing he's going to put out is super solid. And so yeah. I need I need to be able to discern every song, everything that I that I look at to make sure that what like if we're going to roll a song, roll a new song that our church agrees and that yeah. it, it's, it's going to work. It can't just sound good, although it does have to sound good. It can't just like we can't we we, we get such precious little time as as the church body collected together to worship together that. I don't want to waste a single moment of that. And so I'm going to do the work during the week to make sure that what we sing on Sunday together, it's good. If that makes, does that make sense? I, I, I kind of went off on a preachy rant there. I think, you know, I think the point of it is like, we've, we've really, we've really drilled down on the, the idea of what we do when we get a song. So, yeah. and it, it doesn't matter. That's a, that's a really valuable thing. Like you just said, and I, it made me think about this is that, you know, even though we, we have an artist that, you know, consistently has really powerful worship, not every song that they do is going to be a worship song. And so, right. you know, and, and what we're looking at through, the, through that lens is to go, can this be something corporately led? 
So when I'm when I'm doing that, can I can I lead a group of people and it not just be some storyline that edifies them into some long sermon content because it's loaded full of words and lyrics? There are songs that are valuable by be do, to do that with, but they're they're almost meticulously put into a good pattern to where people can actually still do that, even loaded right. full of words. You know, right. a good example for that one would be like "So Will I." That's a great one, loaded full of words. That thing's like three pages worth of verses, but it's yeah. but it's really rich, really really good stuff to be able to lead the people down down a good good road of God glorifying. Um, yeah. But but at the same time, like I think I, I was just looking on on while you were talking, I mean, and it gave me plenty of time because <laughs> I was, was totally not paying attention to what you were saying. I, I was, no, I was I was, I was surfing the web. I was and, I wasn't I, surfing the web. I just I honestly went to uh, went to my Spotify because that's what player I use. Um, yeah. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are also on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and all those sorts of things. So check us out, Sons of ASAP, a worship podcast. Ah. He's a so worship excited, podcast. So excited that he dropped the the ad in there that he completely flubbed it. Like he like, <laughs> like, he, like he, it's the Olympics. This is why he, I can't. he tripped over the finish line. It was this great. Is, this is why I can't. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, no, like it, you were it, looking it was, at your Spotify. Yeah, I was looking at the just one of my playlists that I that I have that I just create. It's kind of a dump file um, that I that I take and I'm like, Oh, this is good. Like throw, throw this one over. Oh, this is good. And I, it's, and it, it literally is just a go-to for me to look at songs that I've heard or that uh-huh. I've listened to on all sorts of different, if I listen to someone else's playlist or a radio, um, and I hear a song that I want to find, or I'm listening to the radio, like the, no, yeah. the just the local radio, uh, or, you know, positive, encouraging K love. Um, like, I'm, if I hear something on there that kind of gravitate to, I, I want to at least look it up. And, and if I if I like it from there, I'm going to throw it on that list. I mean, yeah. there's probably easily a hundred different groups from there. And that's that's really where I'm like, OK, that doesn't mean like I'm going to I'm going to do that, you know, over the course of the next, you know, month of Sundays that we we do because I have that much music it just means that from those different multiple streams I'm getting the creative you know perspective and 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 keeping even my heart in tune for for what I'm doing as a worship leader how I'm preparing for that I listen to that list you know and have it playing in the background as I do other things uh, not because I'm leading worship with it or I use that specific song, but it tunes me, tunes my heart to what, you know, what fixes my eyes on God. And that, yeah. that's more valuable to me in, in so many different streams than just simply going like, man, I only listen to Hillsong. I only listen to Bethel. I only listen to Elevation. I only listen to, you know, guys... There are so many valuable resources that are out there that that are that are great to just funnel in and and let that saturate so that you can you can from there you know I obviously the, the discernment is very very valuable in that so don't just go like man like this was a you know a hit that that Phil Wickham put out but the next one's like. I don't know where that would fit, and I don't know if I totally agree with that that one. But like that's that's the point of artistry yeah. and why you put out, 
you know, even go back to listen yeah. to a Hillsong album. Like, yep. you go to a Hillsong album and you're like, that one, that one's that one's great. The next one, cool story. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had this discussion. We had this, this, this discussion in our production meeting yesterday. Um, our, our senior pastor brought up a song that was super popular. Um, and it's it's been super popular for a while. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, this church that I was at, he was he was out of town this last week and, and it, you know, went to a different church and he got to hear like, you know, different things. So you, anytime you go and experience that, you have you have di- a new eyes, right? Like you come back yeah. to what you're doing. And so he did the same thing. And he was like, hey, this song. And I said, I love that song that I've been super, you know, super encouraged by that song. I love listening to it. Um, I've had a you know a couple of moments where I'm I'm listening to this you know to that song going, is that song right for our congregation? Um, you Can know, you tell the me source. the initials? Uh, well, the, the 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 name of the song is oh what is it? It's the um, it's uh, the blessing is the name of the oh, song. Oh okay yeah. Um, and so it's a great song, which like, is a benediction it's, it's, from the Old Testament. Yeah, it's it's literally scripture. Um, yep. Like I, I if for me to listen to that song and go. You know, I don't like it um, would be, you know, on some level to like be like, well, you don't like God's word. And so, <laughs> you um, hate the Bible. <laughs> so I, I love the song. The, the part that like gets to me is how repetitive it is when it gets down to the your children, the children, the children, so many children's like it, it just it keeps going. And so it, it gets so repetitive and it, it, it can be one of those songs. That like in and Adam, I know you've been here in songs too. Is like, how do we get off of this train? How do we how do we stop how do we stop this song? And so like I've listened to it, but there's also been no like really not really been a context um, where I've as I've been planning services where I'm like, hey, that song needs to come out. I have nothing wrong with the song. I don't like disagree with the song. It's just it just hasn't come up in a way for us to do it. But now my senior pastor has said, hey, what about this song? Could we use this? And so now my answer is to go, sure, let's take a look and see what we can do to do it and like figure out how we don't, you know, end up going crazy, you know, in the in the repetitive nature of the, that some worship songs can be. But it, it is that thing of like one thing that you can do and we, we all can do um, is not just rely on ourselves for the source that we're getting our material from. Mm-hmm. So have have a group of people that you trust. Have a group of people in in your song or in, like in and around you who are listening to this music and who know like how what how what it is that you know that you are as a church uh, or you are as a team, and they have them bring you songs. Yeah, I have, you don't my, have my you don't worship have to leaders do this thing on your own. My worship leaders send me text messages. They're like, "Hey, uh, so I know that we're not like adding stuff right now, but like maybe when we're there, like again, because we go through seasons where we add and, and take away and, and that kind of stuff. But but that's that's one of those things that I, that I do. I mean, like I get texts from Steve that you know, and and my different leaders. I get texts from friends that are you know yeah. from other congregations, and. You know, about like, oh, man, this one, this one right here. You know, like I that's one of my favorite things to do is get into a group text about like what, you know, get on YouTube and start watching these worship videos. And like you're just it's it's you're you're ugly crying and <laughs> and and you're just sharing that with your friends. So everyone in the group text is ugly crying. And like those are it's just good moments like like that kind of stuff. But but I, I agree with you. I there's there's a song that years ago I did. Um, one thing remains, 
Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Great and song. it goes, it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> you know, like it just goes, and, and you're like, it goes, and and it yeah. overwhelms. But I think it's, it, 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 you know, like, my soul. Yeah. it's it's one of those that I it, I get stuck in, and um, you know, like we did it so many times practicing as a band. I think that was the problem. Is the song's not difficult. So I felt like, why are we practicing this again? Like we know the song, but we kept doing it, and then we'd have to go with 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 our like this was like a youth event and and that kind of stuff, and that's really where this burned this song for me. Um, yeah. Is the song the kids just gravitated to it because they get to this point about like you know your love never fails it never gets and then you just stop playing and the kids start singing and you're like no stop. Seriously, we can't we can't stay here. Like we got to get away from this. It's a great song, but it's yeah. a tr- it, it 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 also has some of those methods of like trapping you in this moment where this is the song that never ends. It goes on right. and on, and and I there's another one that I uh, um I recently I was looking at just just the other just just yesterday to to put in my set and every single time it comes up i really love the song but i have a hard time wrapping the song up because it actually doesn't resolve so so i'm like i'm like how do i finish this song comfortably appropriately well and that kind of stuff so anyway the whole the whole point is like you know I, i i love that we don't have time to 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 continue but um but i do want to just mention this hey guys have a lot of different streams in which are pouring into the idea of worship and the concept of worship. If you're just, you know, if, if you're not on a worship team, but you love listening to worship, like I would definitely look at diversifying that. Like yeah. there is so much great stuff out there that is always central on God. And so it's, it's not hard to find when you just start looking and, and look around and don't, don't let, you know, a perspective of something else about an organization be a defining point of why you would say never, never, ever, ever, because even there, you know, God can, God can take a murdering guy and make him king and be the prime example of, you know, some of the most heartfelt devotion to God in the Old Testament. Right. Yeah. You know, but but yet, you know, like and, and we don't look at that and go like, well, I can't take anything he says for, you know, like because that. Wow. That guy, that guy's rotten to the core. You know, like, no, it, it's it's not that he he wrote some of the most amazing devotion to, to God. So I want to pay attention to that when I'm looking yeah. at this and yep. and having the diversity in my in the streams that are flowing into my worship experience. Um you know, those are the moments that I think nourish me so that when I'm putting right. together a worship set, I can bring those creative elements that are inspiring me to the table for worship in, in the church. And that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Have more than one place that you go for music, have more than one place and have a, a system in place with people that you trust who are, biblically grounded who can double check what you are doing and yeah. what what you are what you are trying to put out there we are not meant to do this thing on our own we are not meant to be by ourselves and we we are in a body like we're we're in a body of believers and so in those areas where i i'm getting off base or i'm potentially bringing something i want somebody to come tell me 
hey, this is this this doesn't really match up. And that has happened. My senior pastor has come to me multiple times um, and said, hey, you know this song that you picked? I get it. I get why you picked it. I don't have a problem with it. It's just it's a little it's a little light and like we want to yeah. we want to do more or it's it's not quite who who we who we want to be and like then he and I will have an ongoing discussion about the music that we pick and the what we're saying because it all really does it really does matter so build have have those safe safeguards and uh, multiple streams but also um, make sure that that you're doing the work yourself to make sure that you know you, you can know and discern what God's will is in this area of you know selecting music and and having those things ready to go. So all that be all that to say, I think it's time for us to um, to to close it out. And you know I know that, that we haven't been as super as deep as we as as we'd like to be, but um, on some of that we wanted to keep it purposely vague because we don't want to call out one group or because you may you may find have a, have a different opinion than us but what we, what we really want to do is make sure that you're equipped as possible so hey let's uh let's pray i'll pray for us and we'll uh we'll close it out adam sound good yes sir all righty father thank you for today god thank you for um just everything you're doing god thank you for new eyes and fresh eyes and the opportunity that we have to um to hear God, I'm reminded of a conversation I had with my wife that she, in, in, in her saying, I'm pretty sure that we could start worship music and not listen to the same song twice and not run out. God, <laughs> you are so, you are so big and so amazing that all we want to do is just praise you with, with who we are. Um, yes, and, and, and with, with music and those things, but father, in those areas where, uh, where songs quite, where, where, where things miss the mark or we do as, as leaders. Um, Father, we pray for your forgiveness. And God, for the leaders that are out there listening to us uh, and, and getting something. Father, I pray that you, that they, you help them to put systems in place. And God, that you would use your spirit to help them to discern what it is about your character that is so that they're finding so amazing. And God, help them to, to effectively communicate that feeling, that thought, that emotion about you um, so that people, as they leave church on Sunday or as they log off on Sunday, Father, that they, they can leave encouraged with that song in their heart and in their mind and in their mouth as they, as they sing praises to you. And God, that they can know and understand more about who you are through the songs that these worship leaders uh, that, that, we, that we pick. So God, we, we, just, uh, we thank you for the creativity that you've built us and made us with. And God, we just pray that, we help, that you help us to use it all for your glory. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, well, it's been uh, it's been another awesome uh, opportunity in the conversation. Quite literally, like you know, we don't know what's going to happen in most cases, but you know, I think it turned out pretty well. So yeah. I guess we'll we'll sign off. But until next time, I'm Sean Patrick. Adam Richardson. Blessings. Thank you for listening to the Sons of Asaph Worship podcast. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a review. And to subscribe, connect with us on our Facebook page. See you next time. Thanks, Mom. Jesus, Jesus, Tiger King. Jesus, Jesus.